The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the biggest mistakes storytellers make, part four, quitting too soon. And I wanted to do this episode, uh, I had another thing that was supposed to happen, another part that was supposed to happen before the quitting too soon episode, but I have had a monumentally insane day today, and I have felt like quitting at least like five times today, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take the advice uh, from James Clear that you should feel, uh, James Clear is the author of Atomic Habits, by the way, uh, that you should feel um, compliments as much as you feel criti- uh, criticisms. And so I was like, okay, I'm feeling bad. I'm going to go on Amazon and just read like one of the good reviews that came in on Write the Perfect Read this week because it'll help me to remember that like I need to think of the compliments too. And then I went on and I'm sure you can guess what happened. I had a brand new review come in. Um, Marie and I had a brand new review come in that was just scathing. It was two stars. And it's like, these authors don't give any of the things that they promised that they would give. And all they do is talk and they're trying to be cute and they're just hawking their services. And I'm just like, oh, that hurts me. But then I was thinking about it and I was thinking about you and I was like, no, that's not true. That's just simply not true because if you read what the book promises on, it has all of those things and more in there. So I don't know why this person was so cranky today and why they decided to give us a two-star review because we're trying to be cutesy and also because we're saying, yes, we offer copy editing. And they're like, oh, and there's a bunch of mistakes. Of course, they don't say what the mistakes are. And I just... uh, You know, think about this. What if I were to stop everything I'm doing right now? What if I stopped doing this podcast? What if I stopped writing books? What if I just cut all my novel coaching clients off and was like, finish on your own. I don't care. Keep your money because I suck as a writer. I suck as an editor and I can't do anyone any good. Would that be a a productive thing for me to do? (laughs) Would that be something that would make, uh, you know, <laughs> people mad at me because of the other direction? Like, hey, you're quitting too soon. So that's one of the things that you have to work through when you're creating something that other people will interact with. If you're doing something for a job where like, okay, I used to do data entry. And you know what? No one ever really interacted with that stuff. I was like updating police files from the 1970s that no one would probably ever even see again or care about or look up. 
because I worked in the small police department. It's not like there were a ton of murders or cold cases or anything like that. So I was interacting with something every day that no one would ever see. And that's safe. And sometimes we want that safety. We want the knowledge that it doesn't matter what I do as long as I do my best because no one's ever really going to interact with it. And if they do interact with it, I put those numbers in right so whoever's searching for it can find it. But that's not what we're doing as writers. That's not what we're doing as content creators and as artists. We make things for people to interact with. And it will happen that people hate the things we have made. Like today, that person, who of course was a verified reviewer from the Vine Voice, hated the book. Of course that's the person who would leave a two-star review. But you know what? I made that book for people who felt stuck. And because of that book, I met clients who I am able to help and who I have helped. And I get to do the thing that I love the most, which is to help get stories out into the world because I love stories. And that's why you can't quit either. No quitting. Don't give up because I want to read your story. And I guarantee you there are other readers out there who want to read your story. And you know what? There are readers who want to read my stories, too. And sometimes I forget that. And sometimes I also forget that I, I'm a writer and there's, there's nothing I can do about that. Because when I don't write, I'm miserable. And so I'd rather be miserable from crappy reviews than because I didn't write at all. That's the choice that I make every day. And that's the choice that I'm helping people to make every day. And some people hate me, and they're going to hate my books. And some people hate uh, that I talk about white privilege and agency and suffering. And some people hate that I'm a Christian and I don't hide that from everybody. And you know what? That's okay. I, I just need to let them hate me. I don't need to try to argue with them. I don't need to leave a comment on that person's review saying, how can you say that I didn't, that Marie and I didn't deliver on the promises that we made? Because on this page, we do this. On this page, you know, like, that's a waste of my time. And also, you should never, ever respond to a review on your book. It just cannot go well. There's no way you're going to convince someone that their opinion is wrong or that the things that they have said are straight out lies, which is what happened in my two-star review today. Uh, so there's just no point in it. But listen, listen. I have gotten emails and Maria has gotten emails from people that are like, I was stuck and I've been wanting to write a book for years and your book helped me do it. There's nothing better than that. And so is it worth receiving hate reviews from verified reviewers on Amazon to be able to help people who maybe they don't know as much about writing? Yeah, it's worth it. It is. And maybe you're like, well, Kristen, I'm not like you. I'm not helping people do something they've wanted to do their whole lives. But you don't know that because you don't know who is going to interact with your story. And maybe your story has the potential to impact someone to do the thing that they've always wanted to do their whole lives. And you know what? You're empowering yourself to do something that you've wanted to do your whole life. 
by finishing. But if you quit because you think I'm not good enough or I can't do this or I'm scared of what people will think, remember we talked about that in the last episode, then you're not going to feel better when you quit. I'll just tell you that much. Quitting doesn't feel good. Even though it might feel safe, it doesn't feel good. And you know what? I failed at a million things too. I'm failing at something right now. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to market stuff online so that I can help more writers. And it's hard. And everything in me is like, no, you can't learn something new again. Why are you always learning new stuff? But, you know, even if I fail, I guarantee you I will have learned something. And that doesn't mean that I can't try again. And so if you're wherever you are in your storytelling process right now, if you feel like quitting, don't do it. Don't do it. Please, I am begging you, don't quit on your story yet. Every story can be fixed. That's actually my job, right? I'm, I'm a developmental editor. I'm also a copy editor. Uh, I, fix, I help people fix the things that they think they can't fix. And you know what? That, that requires rewrites. One of my clients right now, I'm like, you've got to rewrite the whole end of your book. But her story is still awesome. And her story is still valid. And I know that there are people out there who want to read it. I know there's a market for this type of story, actually. Uh, even though, you know, this client is just working on it because she wants to do this. She wants to have written a book. But I'm like, yeah, you're going to be able to sell this because this kind of story is really popular and people love it. And also, it's a good story. Maybe not everything is perfect. Maybe the end doesn't resolve the way it needs to. But you can always problem solve. You can always figure out something. And even if you're, you know, you can't afford to hire someone like me, even though my prices are so reasonable, <laughs> you can go on to one of like, you know, a million Facebook groups where writers help each other out. And I think that's so cool. Being part of the writing community means you don't have to quit because there are always people who are willing to help for free. I, I help people for, for free all the time. I give free advice on these groups. And then, uh, you know, another novel coach will come in behind me and try to give them more advice because they're trying to make a sale. I don't care about that. Would I like to be able to support my family based on this business where I work my heart out every day? Yeah, that would be nice. But that's not why I do it. Just like that's not why you write stories. You don't write stories for money or fame. That's just something you think. Money doesn't make problems disappear. It makes some things easier, but it doesn't uncomplicate life. It doesn't take away death. It doesn't take away illness. It doesn't, you know, like cancer or an autoimmune disease. Fame doesn't take away anything. The only thing that it takes away is intimacy, which is something we all need. We, we want to know and be known. And when you're famous, lots of people know you, but you don't know them. And so it's one-sided and it feels empty. I mean, I, I've never been famous, okay? I'm, I'm saying this based on famous people that I've heard speak about this stuff. Uh, and so that's why I'm telling you, don't quit. And that's why I am telling myself, 
Kristen, don't quit. What you're going through right now is hard, and there are people who don't like what you're offering, but there are people who need your help. And there are stories that you need to write. And there are things that you care about in this world that you need to be able to put down on paper. And that's one of the reasons that I write. And that's one of the reasons that you write. And I don't just write fiction. I write nonfiction too. And the aim of nonfiction is to help people. And, you know, there's this idea that uh, if I can just help one person, it will all have been worth it. But then you publish the book and you get a bunch of people that say you've helped me and you're like, but I want to help more people. So you have to be careful about that too. Is it really that helping one person is good enough? And that's what I'm fighting against right now because I'm like, ugh, bad review. And I just, you know, I am hustling. I'm working so hard. And maybe that's what you're doing too. And so what I would say to you is don't quit. Write because you love it. Fail because you know you can get better. Storytelling is so important to human connection. It's the cornerstone of human connection. Someone said that in right this way, uh, which I hopefully will launch soon. And see, I'm making all these products because I care about you and I want you not to have to go through all the insanity that I went through. And I even struggle uh, to charge anything. I just would want to give everything away for free, but I can't maintain that. And also, you know, like one of my clients told me, you know, people need to be willing to pay for the things that are helping them. And, uh, you know, that was really good advice to me because I pay for information products all the time. And they make a big difference in my life. And I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning and I'm failing and I'm learning and it's a process. And that's what you're going through. If you feel like quitting because you think that your voice doesn't matter or you aren't worthy or there will be people who don't like what you put out, don't quit, please. Because it's not going to feel any better. Quitting feels worse than failing and learning a lesson. So I, I think, you know, quitting doesn't always mean that you just stop doing it. It means, it can also mean you stop trying to make the story good. And I've seen that in a lot of storytelling that, you know, they're like, okay, this is too scary to try to do this. So I'm going to phone it in. And that's why we have uh, Deus Ex Machina, which is the element of this thing that wasn't in the story, it comes in the story, fixes everything and then leaves. And people are like, what? I'm not okay with that. And see, if I'm listening to that reviewer, I would be like, oh, well, I can't talk about that because I don't know anything about this stuff. But I do know this stuff. <laughs> and I just need to remind myself that I need to keep going and not give up on this amazing thing that I've been developing for the last two years that I still have a whole nother year left of developing. And, you know, I've talked about that. I'm working on something called the Academy of Storytelling and it is to replace what I believe is a broken system uh, in universities that take people for 40 plus thousand dollars through creative writing and they still cannot put together a coherent book at the end. 
And don't even get me started on the master's programs. Because I love learning, but I, I wouldn't do a master's program right now because it's too expensive and I know I can never get that money back. And I don't have money as an unlimited resource. And someday I'm going to be a senior and I can go sit in classes for free. So I'm looking forward to that. Because <laughs> I love learning. I'm a serial learner. And when you get to a part of the story that's hard and you feel like quitting, think about the one person out there who wants to hear your story. And you know what? I can guarantee there's at least one person. And you know why? Because you are that one person. You want to read the story because you've been wanting to write the story. And there's even this thing we talk about, uh, which is when you finish a project, you're sad. You have to grieve over the fact that you won't be able to be in that world or with those characters anymore. Because that's how important storytelling is. You feel an emotional connection to characters who are not real. And, you know, in write the, perf <laughs> write the Perfect Read the Fiction Edition, we talk about the brain science behind that. But, you know, we didn't, we didn't talk about anything important in that book. I'm going to listen to some people. So I didn't mean th for this to be a rant, but I just want you to know, like, listen, you're not alone in your struggles. I'm right there struggling with you, and I know we can get through this together. I know that your story matters. I know that my story matters. And we're not going to let the haters get us down. And we're not going to quit. And we're not going to quit by writing a lame ending or writing a lame scene in a really important area because we're scared. Because we're scared to fail. Because we're scared of what other people might think. Even if you end up with a book or a story that's not as great as you want it to be, but you've tried your best and you've been willing to fail, you will have learned enough to make a better story next time. And that is worth the process. But, you know, if you want to write a great story, all you have to do is listen to this podcast, which is completely free, and I'm giving you amazing lessons. I have the writing 101 series, which takes you from story idea to story plan. And we're talking about this right now, the biggest mistake that storytellers make. So, and, and you can email me if you go to expensivewords.com and click email the host, you can email me and I'll respond. Or you can join the Facebook literarysymmetry.com uh, forward slash FB group. And I will respond in there. I'm here for you. I want you to get your story out. I will answer questions without you paying me anything because that's how much I care about you and your story. And you know, if the person who wrote, who wrote that awful review, which had no substance on Write the Perfect Read, can read all those things from my heart and just not care, then that's on them. That's not on me. I did my best. Could I write a better book? I'm sure I could now. I'm sure I could, but, you know, and I will, but it's a process. And if someone sees me pouring out my heart and trying so hard and they're just like, you suck, that's their opinion. That doesn't mean I have to believe what they're saying is true. And if I look at the evidence of what I've done 
which is try a lot and fail a lot and learn some lessons, then I can say, you know, I, I don't agree with them. And you can do the same thing. And if you're working so hard and you're listening to these podcasts, which shows me that you're a hard worker because you're listening to a bunch of information that probably is new to you and some of it's difficult for you to process, that shows that you care. That shows that you're trying your best. And so you're, you're doing a good job. So don't quit and don't give up because this world needs more amazing stories. And it is never too late to write the story of your heart. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. Happy writing.